Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm your voice of confidence, and let's start our business. Well, I'm self-doubt, and I don't think so. Come on. With LegalZoom, it's just a few steps. Fine. I'm in. LegalZoom. Now you're in business. LegalZoom is not a law firm or a substitute for an attorney. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Mario Musa. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for having me. Oh, you betcha. It was great to get you back. We, we missed our first get together, but I'm so grateful you could come back and talk about your latest book, The Culture Puzzle. Um, it, it's going to be really important to talk about how organizations can get back on their feet after a really hectic, crazy year and businesses trying to find their footing. Uh, I know that your wisdom is going to be able to help our business owners get back in the in the swing of things and you know a lot of businesses what i've been really shocked about have actually transformed during this difficult time and actually found ways to do business in a way that they never would have expected would be as profitable and um amazing for their business but they just had to look at things a little differently what's your perspective absolutely that's true uh, what i found is that for a lot of us one day we were working one way working largely face to face mm -hmm. next day we were working this way on zoom mm -hmm. so i think 
we adapted quickly. I think businesses adapted quickly and there's a whole lot to learn about that. In the culture puzzle, we talk about one of the forces driving culture being innovation. So I think what we learned is, uh, is that we, you know, people have a tremendous ability to adapt. Organizations have a tremendous ability uh, to adapt. So maybe we could talk about how to enhance that. Yeah. <clears throat> and then in terms of getting businesses you know, back on their feet, I think one of the most important things that business leaders can do, and I've heard of this from a lot of the people I've been talking to in interviews and from my clients and so on, is listening to their people, listening mm. to the experience they had during the pandemic, and then listening to the needs that they have now as they head back to the office or adapt yet again to some kind of hybrid environment. Yeah, I, I love that because you know what's very interesting and what's coming up for me as a consultant, I, I know you do this sort of work yourself, is that a lot of people are like, no, 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 I, there's some awful things that have come about, you know, with shutdowns and such. But the great thing is a lot of uh, our teams I've worked with are saying, I love the family time. I love spending more time seeing my children more often. And I don't want to give that up. And me time, two hours on the road to get to an office every single day when I could have those two hours for myself and still get more done at the office. Um, so what, you know, share with me your perspective, because one thing I'm getting a pushback uh, from both the employees saying, hey, I don't want to go back to an office full time. And then employers saying, well, you know, we have this office space and it's just sitting there. I don't want to lose it. My team should be here. Uh, explain for me your vision of what a hybrid and how that might help offices if we could all come to a happy medium. Sure. Well, let me go back to the forces that, that drive culture. I think they're relevant sure. to the question that you're asking about. So, you know, we, we talked about adaptability. You could also call that that innovation. So we innovate, you know, we're wired to innovate. We innovate quickly. We're always innovating. And then we get into habits. And, mm. you know, why do we do the things that we do in the way that we do? Because that's the way we've always done things. So I think, uh, I think, the, the pandemic disrupted those habits and showed that we can work differently. So we can work face-to-face, -face, we can work remotely, and mm -hmm. now we're adapting yet again. Uh, a lot of businesses are experimenting with this, uh, with a, a hybrid arrangement. Mm -hmm. So, you know, something happens, uh, our habits are disrupted, we innovate. And then another question, and this is mm -hmm. the third force, if you like, that drives culture is interest. Uh, hmm. We all have an interest in working in ways that are satisfying, being part of a group, doing meaningful work. So I think to make it really practical, an important question is whose interests are being served? Now, you have to find a balance, you know, hmm. between an owner's interest and an employee's interest. But if the, the balance is too much one way or the other, things aren't, aren't going to work out. The culture is going to be out of balance. It's going to become toxic. Hmm. So. I think it's important for business owners to ask, all right, what do people need? What do they need to feel like their interests are, are being satisfied? And some really important interests are being part of a group, mm -hmm. uh, knowing how to do their work, feeling satisfied with their work, being recognized for their work. So I think those are important questions to ask and mm -hmm. explore. With, with people and then you know related to habits i think an important question is okay let's say we've talked about working in a hybrid ar arrangement and we found a way to do that that works for everybody across mm -hmm. a company whether it's bigger big or small how do we reinforce ways of working 
yeah. let's say in a hybrid environment so that it all becomes uh, habitual uh, you know the more you can reinforce basic values around working the more successful you're going to be so you know pay attention to mm -hmm. innovation pay attention to interest pay attention to habits and then get on the same page about where you're going which mm -hmm. for us in the culture puzzle is about vision you know too often it's the case that let's say an owner or a leadership team has one vision of where a company is going, but it's not necessarily shared by others. And that's mm -hmm. gonna cause problems too. Yeah, and I, I pulled out some really important um, segments that you, you mentioned there. And one of them being really listening to what are the needs of your staff? Um, because one of the things that comes back to me is sometimes there's a disconnect between upper management, CEOs, top level uh, C-suite, and then the staff is like, they don't understand me. And then the, the same with the top saying they don't understand my vision. They both have to get on the same page. And then you mentioned else something else that I find has been missing with the remote environment, and that is recognition of the hard work of employees. I think when you're in an office setting and everyone's all there together, you can clearly see who's working, what they're doing, and it's visual. You know, the bosses, managers can see it right in front of them. But when it's remote, I'm finding the feedback I'm getting from employees is that sometimes their work and their hard work is not being recognized because no one's seeing it. They're seeing the end result, but that easily gets... Um, kind of swept under the rug. Oh, you got your stuff done on time. Great. But they're not saying what was necessary to make that happen. Did you work 12 hours, 10 hours? And so I think in, you know, if we're going to have a hybrid situation for managers um, to also pay attention to, you know, pay attention to recognize their employees. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think something that can be done there is to come to an agreement about what it means, what it looks like to get your work done. So, you know, as you said, when everybody's in the office, you can maybe see that people are getting their work done. You know, sometimes you don't know with what's really happening there at, at the cubicle. But in any case, you know, we were used to that way of working. Mm -hmm. Now working remotely or in a hybrid environment, you, we don't always see each other. So mm -hmm. it, I think for that reason, it's more important than ever before you dive into work, like let's say a project, a task, whatever the case may be, have a conversation about what it means to be successful because mm -hmm. uh, those visual cues might not longer, no longer be there, but there might be other cues. That, so mm -hmm. to get work done well in a way that's satisfying to all of us or to do what we need to do, it means, okay, you're gonna get back to me in 12 hours or 24 hours, or I'm gonna mm -hmm. get an email and it's gonna be a certain length and there's gonna be a certain amount of detail, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So I think agreeing upon those guidelines is really important. So you don't have misunderstandings about, about productivity, mm -hmm. about what counts as a, a good job. And those are all reasons. When those kinds of questions come up, um, mm -hmm. those disagreements, they cause cultural problems, cultural disconnects. The other point that I just wanted to mention, I think it's often the case that leaders are in their own bubble. There are a lot of studies that, that show clearly that leaders tend to communicate among themselves mm -hmm. and reinforce their views. Uh, and, uh, and that's always a challenge. And I would say that it's a particular challenge or it's a, a certain kind of challenge in this sort in the virtual or the hybrid mm -hmm. environment. You might need to make a little bit of an extra effort to get in touch with people, to organize meetings, virtual meetings, meetups, where you have conversations mm -hmm. about how the work, work is going. Uh, so, you know, I think 
if you have in your mind a kind of checklist of the things mm -hmm. you need to be paying attention to, like, are we on the same page about where we're going? Mm -hmm. Are we reinforcing habits, good habits? Um, are people, do they feel like they're part of a group? Mm -hmm. Are we come on, coming up regularly with new innovative ideas? Do people you know, feel comfortable speaking their minds about those mm -hmm. new ideas? So those kinds of questions should be on your cultural checklist. We find uh, that makes it really practical and concrete to think about culture, enhance your culture, deepen it, build, uh, build your culture. Sometimes the biggest part of the challenge with respect to workplace culture is we don't know how to think about it. I mean, is mm -hmm. it how we dress? Is it when we go for lunch and so on and so forth? I mean, yeah. those might all be expressions, but, you know, a really kind of simple but fundamental checklist can be really a really useful tool. And that could help guide the, the conversations you need to have. I love that. And I'm getting from you what's really important here is building a good stream of communication. Um, a, a recent example I had with um, one of my clients is they had um, a worker of theirs who felt un, not heard, like working a lot of hours, um, really not letting anyone know what hours they were putting in. But then some discrepancies coming up and management feeling like, well, what's up? You know, maybe this person is not doing a good job. And da, da, da. so there was a lot of hurt feelings on both sides. And what I'm getting from you, um, maybe in a group setting, maybe not, maybe checking in with your, your team and individually checking in with each team member at specific times. Once a month, you have a meeting with XYZ. Tell me what are your concerns? What are you going through? Here are some of my concerns. So everything's laundried out, but not in front of every, all the rest of the team to make them feel uncomfortable. Absolutely. Yeah, we all suffer from uh, what I like, I and others like to call the illusion of insight. That is, we think we understand each other, mm -hmm. but um, typically we don't. I mean, the chances that we're that we really understand what's going on with another person is about at the level of random guessing. <laughs> so that means that you need to ask. Okay, mm -hmm. tell me what's going on with you. Share mm -hmm. some stories. Now, give me give me examples. Uh, let me and I'm going to make sure to pay attention to the words that that you're using to get a sense of really what it's like to be you. I think mm -hmm. fundamentally. That's an, that's an important point when it comes to culture. What is it like to be you in this company? What's it like for you to, to do your work? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think probably most of us need to spend a little bit more time thinking about those questions, probing and being curious about them because we make assumptions and usually the, the assumptions are wrong. Interesting. I, I love that word curious because I, I love curiosity and that's the whole point of this wonderful show here. Um, <laughs> but it, it's true. I think in that particular situation I was mentioning, both um, the um, employee and the manager felt disgruntled and uh, neither heard. And uh, what I'm getting from you is that if they both came from an idea of curiosity, okay, here's my take, what's your take, then both can be heard and not feel like one's you know, oh, you're not, you're not doing a good job or you're not understanding me and all the other miscommunications that come up. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I think some two simple guidelines to keep in mind is one, be curious and then, and then look for a, oh, that's interesting kind of response. Be open to that. You know, mm -hmm. so rather than like, a, how can you say that response, which is often the response that we have in conversations, particularly when we're under pressure, you know, try to open up and, and be surprised, be curious, be surprised. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I didn't know that's what you're mm -hmm. feeling. Tell me more uh, about that. And I think 
if you have that sort of mindset mm -hmm. when you're having a conversation, it'll open up whole vistas of understanding that mm -hmm. you didn't even think to inquire about initially. So slow down, be curious, be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And the opposite of curious, what I'm getting from this particular situation with offensiveness, because I, I think all of us, when things start to go badly, we want to look, well, where's the problem? It can't possibly be me. So let me look outside myself. So we point fingers. So each side is doing that. And now we've completely taken curiosity and openness off the table. And we're looking at it like, and, and, yeah. and in that particular situation, no one can go forward. But if you open it to curiosity, openness, trying to really come at each other's point of view, now you can come at solutions and figure out how to not have this happen in the, in the future. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. the, the word that I like is safety. I, oh, I think it's important yeah, to create safety. a workplace where people feel safe, mm -hmm. uh, they feel safe speaking up. And when they do, you're gonna learn a lot about the forces that drive culture that we talk about in the culture puzzle that is, you know, vision. So you might have a vision, but maybe others don't share it. You might be getting what you need, what you need, but maybe others' interests are, are not being served. You might feel like you're in a good rhythm. You've got good habits that help you move the work along, but others might feel every day is, is a struggle. struggle. Mm -hmm. And you might think, oh, I'm thinking in new ways about how we need to get our work done in our company, but others might feel shut down. So mm -hmm. um, I think, being curious, open is the best way to be in touch with the forces that that are shaping your workplace. And that that was true pre pandemic, during the pandemic, and now as we're heading into this hybrid environment. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what I'm, I'm loving and tell me how much you think this is a good idea. Um, even getting in touch with your customers. Now I know customers don't want to really tell you what they think a lot of times because they want, oh, you know, we do work together. But I'd say what is a great tool is looking at things like, um, with that sort of glass door, um, looking at mm -hmm. what reviews maybe clients are putting out there, or even past employees to get an idea of how is your culture really being perceived by both customers and employees? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I think generally working from the outside in is, mm -hmm. is a good idea. We're, we're wired to communicate and to think from the inside out. We tend to be self-interested, self-centered. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so <laughs> try to get as much input as, as you can. You could do that through, you know, online surveys mm -hmm. and, you know, feedback mechanisms like you're saying. But then, too, you might uh, sit down with a trusted customer or two and have a conversation and maybe you do it virtually, face to face, whatever mm -hmm. works for you. But I think making a little space where you can have a good conversation with mm -hmm. someone from outside your your company who gives you feedback about what they see, that's tremendously helpful because we get, tend to get locked into our own way of thinking. Mm -hmm. You know, we're human beings are creatures of habits and yeah. uh, that has a big upside because it allows us to get a lot done. You know, we mm -hmm. find a way to work and that generates momentum, but we also get stuck in our habits and the external feedback can help you disrupt those habits in a useful way. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't want us to leave without everyone finding out how they can get their very own copy of the culture puzzle. How can they do that? To do it wherever you feel comfortable buying okay. your books. You Amazon. Know, online. Yeah, Amazon, <laughs> your local bookstore, the books everywhere. So um, I'm delighted. I'd be delighted to hear from people uh, after they've read the book. I'd love to hear their thoughts about it and engage mm -hmm. in a conversation with them as well. Yeah. And do you have a specific website you want to direct people? Maybe they want to do consulting with you as well? 
Sure. Uh, mm -hmm. Thanks for asking. Musa at musaconsulting.com. If you go on, on the web and just enter my name, that'll come right up. But uh, you can go right there at musaconsulting.com. Awesome. That's M-O-U-S-S-A for anyone who's wondering if they're listening instead of not watching. And uh, I just have to thank you again, Mario, for coming and sharing your great wisdom on Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more Savvy episodes and Savvy Biz Tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Introducing the new three-for-one bundle from Xfinity. Save big on unlimited internet and streaming when you add Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com slash three-for-one, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store today. Limited time offer, restrictions apply. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept, and to help you get almost 30 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen, now only $19.99, plus free premium home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 